Hey, Stu, guess what I get on Monday? What do you get on Monday, Glenn? A new dog. Oh, Bruno's not listening. Mm. I'm so concerned. I'm so concerned. New dog is coming into our life. Uh, Big German Shepherd. And I just don't want Uno to look at me like, is it my time to go? Really? Am I being retired? I feel so bad. I feel so bad. Anyway, um, I feed rough greens to Uno uh, to make sure that he stays healthy and has a happy life. Um, I'm going to give him a, you know, a pair of, you know, just Bermuda shorts and a, and a metal detector so he can retire at the house and just go around and look for lost stuff. But anyway, um, get a free trial bag of rough greens for your dog to try out. All you pay for is shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash peck, roughgreens.com slash peck. Put it on your dog's food and see an amazing difference over the months. It's 833-GLEN-33. First bag is free, but just pay for shipping. 833-GLEN-33 or R-U-F-F, roughgreens.com slash peck. Do it now. Great show coming up next. program uh we are the uh, program that prides ourselves on our humility um it it is uh it's something that we do really really well and i want everybody to know honesty integrity just telling the truth it's what everybody's starving for and so we we strive to do that today too i tell you it's a great show coming up uh, not on this program, but somewhere out there, there's a great show happening. Today, it's just, mm, nah. You know what I mean? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Would a gr- talent as great as I not bring a great... Again, humility is our best quality. Would we bring you anything but the best? We begin in 60 seconds. Man. Susan lives in Texas, and by the way, if you if you want any more information on my humility, I'm I'm putting on a stage show all about it. Uh, it'll have songs, <laughs> dances, and anyway, um, Susan lives in Texas, and she suffered with pain one of her legs for 30 years due to the injuries she sustained from working out. See, I told you working out was bad for you. At any rate, Susan, being in pain, was, you know, she just thought it was going to be part of her life until one day she heard me talking about relief factor. Now, she's living, she's been living with this pain for 30 years. She's like, ah, what the heck? I mean, the guy's a clown, but maybe he's right once in a while. So she tried relief factor. It's been developed by doctors has four key ingredients that fight inflammation, which is the source of most of our pain and most of our illness, quite frankly, that we have to deal with. 
She tried the three-week quick start. She said over the first couple of weeks of taking it, her pain just went away and stayed away. She got her life back, and so could you. Try Relief Factor now. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. 1-800-4-RELIEF at ReliefFactor.com. Oh. So let's just go over a couple of things that have uh, happened. Um, well, let me, I'm going to move this one down because I have some amazing, amazing news for you at the bottom of the hour. There, uh, there is great progress being made. We are not in the situation we were in last year. Things are starting to turn. But then again, we also have the FBI um, yesterday testifying in the uh, committee in Washington, D.C., was our FBI super god. And he wants you to know that when he first heard about the FBI mishandling the Hunter Biden information, he was he found it, quote, deeply troubling. Yeah, he hadn't done a damn thing about it, but he finds it deeply troubling, which I, for one, really, truly appreciate. Uh, let's get a couple of clips here from uh, Ted Cruz versus Christopher Ray. Cut 14, please. Mm-hmm. Also included I mean? on this is a text that I was particularly struck is the Gonzalez battle flag. Come and take it. As indicative of being oh, a violent off. extremist militia. Well, I will self-report right now. No, that no, every day no, in the Senate, boot. I wear my boots <laughs> that have the Gonzalez battle flag on the back of them. Amen. Director Ray, what are y'all doing? This makes no sense. Do you, do you agree with this FBI guidance that the Betsy Ross flag and the Gadsden flag and the Gonzalez battle flag are signs of militia violent extremism? Well, Senator, I, I'm not familiar with the particular document you have behind you. Uh, oh, and I'm not I can't take it. Shut up! Comment on documents that I haven't. Okay. Stop, 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 stop. I am so sick of this answer. Well, you know, I run the damn place, uh, but boy, I, I'm not aware of that. That flyer we put out to all FBI agents and saying this is what you should look for for domestic terrorists. Uh, man, I would. Uh, you know what? I find that document now that you've pointed it out. I find that document deeply troubling. Oh, yeah. Are you doing anything about it? No, but I do find it deeply troubling. I'll tell you that the fact that you have it. And it was leaked out of my office. I'm going to find that damn leak. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, then you have um, uh, Ted Cruz questioning the FBI director about uh, an FBI special agent. Listen to this. It's cut 25. Recently, mm-hmm. there was the case against individuals charged with kidnapping and murdering Governor Gretchen Whitmer in Michigan. That case ended up an absolute debacle where the four people who went to trial, two of them were acquitted, two received mistrials. None of them were convicted on even a single charge. And the basis of the defense was entrapment that the FBI, that paid enforcements for the FBI had suggested and had incited the conduct. Let me ask you, how many FBI agents were disciplined or reprimanded after that disastrous case and the misconduct that led to every defendant being acquitted or having a mistrial on every charge. 
Senator, I can't comment on a personnel matter. I can tell you that that case, as I understand it, is now pending a, uh, a retrial, as I understand it. Well, the special agent in charge of that case has now been sent to D.C., to the Washington, D.C. office, and now leads the investigation regarding January 6th. Is that correct? That doesn't sound right to me. That does not sound right. The, the, the name of the individual <laughs> is Stephen right Diantuno. He was, he was run out of the FBI Detroit field office. Okay. And by the way, I will point okay. out that the lead investigator, Special Agent Track, are you aware that he was apparently fired <laughs> for allegedly beating his wife after coming home from a swingers party and he'd made multiple derogatory political posts about President Trump showing political bias? Are you aware of that? I am aware of, I think, the incident you're describing uh, and action that was taken about it. Uh, to clarify, on the first part of your question, uh, Mr. D'Antuano was the special agent in charge of the office, uh, the Detroit field office, and is now the assistant director mm. in charge of the Washington field office. I thought you were asking about the agent mm. who was responsible for the So the guy in charge got promoted and is now in charge of the January 6th investigation. The guy in charge of the whole Detroit field office is now in charge of the whole Washington field office. That is astonishing. Okay. That's, yeah. I find it deeply troubling. Um, you know, we're not going to do anything about it. But I do find it deeply troubling. Listen, if you're in the FBI, if you're in the FBI, you have a choice to make. You can sit around and wait for your retirement, which good luck with that. No, no, no. The government, oh, they're going to give you all of this happy money oh, you're i bet you retire with six billion dollars yeah yeah it'll be worth about 40 cents but you go ahead and keep your retirement while they flush our government and our way of life down the toilet if you are an fbi agent um now is the time to choose are you on the side of truth and real justice or are you just standing on the sidelines and not reporting are you just standing on the sidelines and saying, yeah, well, I mean, it can't get worse than this. Oh, yes, it will. Oh, yes. Knock, knock. Who's there? We will ask the questions here. Don't worry about it. It's all going to be good. Uh, by the way, uh, the Democrats finally have their climate bill, which I think is we want to thank Kristen Sinema. Uh, she apparently got her uh, her dome over the city of Phoenix for air conditioning. Oh, no, she didn't hold out for that. Oh, she was. Ho really? She was holding out for uh, uh, the elimination of that billionaire tax uh, that was in the uh, that was in the climate bill. So not the climate bill. I'm sorry. It's the uh, the uh, anti-inflation bill. So do you think are, are we going to get some blockages now from the uh, Bernie Sanders wing? He's saying he's going to try to do something about it. He's calling it a climate suicide pact. So if he votes for it, it'll be really <laughs> interesting to see why he's signing on to a climate suicide pact. But if uh, now the the far left is saying they may bail on this and they can only you know lose obviously one senator or four or five Congress people to for this to occur. Right. Um, of course, they are um, bailing on it because the people who actually believe in climate change, not as a vehicle to take us to socialist town, 
Oh, it's great right now. The streets are alive with the sound of bloodshed. Um, they know this is not going to do anything for global warming, if you're honest. You know what this is included in this bill? I love this. I love it. $20 billion to pay farmers not to grow crops. Now, when we have a, a worldwide global food emergency coming, and our government is going to pay farmers $20 billion so they can rest those fields. They should be rested in for several years, maybe never, maybe forever, because they've been growing stuff and growing stuff, and they're tired. And we've just got to rest those fields forever. And I think that is money well spent. I mean... Every farmer knows you have to rotate crops and you have to rest your land. Every farmer knows that. Now the government's going to pay you to do that. And when you're struggling with things like farm, uh, uh, fertilizer and seeds and everything else, you're going to pay me how much to do nothing? Farmers, don't take it. Don't Take it, please. America has to be the breadbasket. We are going to have to feed the rest of the world. This is suicide. By the way, just to add to it, uh, climate alarmism is now creating a potential for U.S. food insecurity as anti-farm sentiment grows. Now, who isn't anti-farm? Seriously. Sure, I like to eat, but I don't want it coming from a farm. Whew, those places are a mess. There's cow dung everywhere. They put poop on the, on, the, on the vegetables to make it grow. Oh, my gosh. I can't. I hate farms. But I like food. But damn those farmers, man. I just hate. What is wrong with people? Oh, I know. The education system is teaching you to be a complete and total dummy. Y you should know your food comes from these farms. Yeah, I know, but climate change is so bad. It would be so much better if, oh, I don't know, maybe three billion people could just stop doing this. The world would be such a better place if we could all just stop doing that. Every time you do this, you are taking and you're putting poison for all of the trees and the sky and the little bunny rabbits. And every time you do this, you're stealing the air from them. Oh, my gosh. Why can't we just go back to something natural? Okay. Um, sure. All right. By the way, some more good news. The Biden administration, according to a whistleblower, thank you very much, whistleblowers. The Biden administration let Afghans on the DOD watch list into the United States of America while we were evacuating people. Now, that's weird because our people are still sitting in the lily pad countries, the countries that were just supposed to be housing them for a couple of weeks while we move them into new countries. But because our United States government State Department would not, I shouldn't even say, would not vouch for anybody, went to great extents 
to destroy the credibility of almost every agency out there that is an NGO that was saving people. They're all those people that were pulled out of Afghanistan are still sitting in a country that doesn't really want them. Oh, that's good. That's good. These allies, they love us. They're great, is what they always say about America now. Meanwhile, we could fly those guys in that were on the terrorist watch list. Do you not see a pattern here? Everything that is bad for America and bad for the Western world, they're doubling down on. They're importing terrorists while not letting good Christians in that have one, that don't have any part of anything of terror. People who are atheists have nothing to do with terrorists. They're sitting some other place while the United States government is flying in people that are on our watch list. Well, the good news is we'll have plenty of food to feed. Wait a minute. Back in 60 seconds with more. We also have some uh, we also have some really good news coming in. More bad news. Sure. Coming up. But then I've got a lot of really good news for you, too. Um, the thing that's been preserving our nation's uh, history, these big museums, the Smithsonian, everything else. Do you really trust them? Do you really trust them to take care of our history? Do you? Because I'm not one of them. Uh, because uh, I've been to the Smithsonian. I've seen what they have in the archives that you've never, ever seen. I've been to the National Archives. You know, the place that houses our precious sacred documents and I've seen the, you know, little, the, the little uh, warning labels. This could be shocking to some people. This is so racist. You'll know what color is the paper. It's white. It's actually yellow. It's, it started out white. And Asian people, yellow people, they're not really people either. They're part of the white culture. Oh, my gosh. Anyway. Uh, the Tuttle Twins have a new book out to teach history, and it is truly a great history book for your kids to read and learn the accurate history. I want you to go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com, TuttleTwinsBeck.com, and look for America's History, 1215 to, uh, to 1776. You can preview a free sample chapter so you can see for yourself why this is such a great book and all the other things that they're including in the offer, including the audio version of the book. The book is called America's History. It's vital. Every home should have it. TuttleTwinsBeck.com, TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Dot com. Ten seconds, station ID. Mm, love this, love this. Uh, shoplifter uh, from New York. He, he, he's been arrested before, but they caught him. Um, and... Uh, and apparently, uh, he's only been arrested 101 times. And this is his 102. And once you pass 102, I don't know, did they give him, was there a ticker tape thing that happened in the courtroom? You just went over 100. Congratulations. <laughs> You're number one. Uh, I'm not sure, but he's out again. Also, a man on bail for attempted murder who was also out on bail for two separate gun cases, 
is now in court uh, for another gun in a stolen car. And, um, the, you know, the, the, the prosecutors just said, wait, 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 we're going to give him bail, right? I mean, we're going to let him out. The judge, thank God, said, are you out of your mind? No, actually, this is the way of the world now, judge. He's in jail today, finally. Uh, by the way, we can't prosecute people, but the Trump, the Trump and White House uh, Trump officials are likely to be cr- criminally charged now in the election probe. And the good news is, is this completely against the Constitution? But the uh, the uh, Capitol Police have decided on their own, nothing to do with Nancy Pelosi. They just took it upon themselves uh, that they are going to um, they're going to appoint their own prosecutor. So the police are going to pick their own prosecutor completely against the law and unconstitutional. And they're going to they're going to let them prosecute. And if it doesn't work out the first time the way they want, they'll appoint their own judge too, you know, because they're the Capitol Police. They don't answer to anybody. But I don't think that's a problem. I don't think that's a problem. Can we please play the energy secretary audio about the spiraling oil prices? And what we're going to do about it. Here's Jennifer Granholm. It's cut one. You know what? These upward spiraling prices of fossil fuels are exactly why we have to transition to a clean economy. Because, I mean, my counterpart in Ireland, Minister Ryan, often says no country has ever been held hostage to access to the sun. Or access to the wind. Oh, so let's build God. our own really? energy security, all of us, oh at home, gosh. so that we are not held hostage. Yeah. First of all, did you see that The Simpsons? Fantastic. Has anyone ever heard of Montgomery Burns? <laughs> <laughs> His entire plan <laughs> was stopping the sun. No, nobody's ever held people hostage from the sun. You, that doesn't happen. And my Irish friend, my Irish counterpart, he also says, top of the morning. And I love it when he says that. It's just <laughs> full of sunshine. I get power off of that. Ryan, oh. is that even a real person? You're just you're just saying, you know, Irish names at this point. We don't- <laughs> I met him at a pot of gold. <laughs> anyway, um, the spiraling oil prices. You mean the ones you caused? The ones you caused are exactly why we must go green uh whenever you hear the administration talk about this transition it's not a transition from inflation it is in transition to a new world order that's what's happening that's what they mean in this transition a complete green society and one run by the great reset we love these transitional periods more in a minute The Glenn Beck Program. You know, it really is the Glenn Beck Program, and thank you so much for listening. When I was a kid, the only people who had cell phones were on TV. You know, it was Larry Hagman and that huge car phone that took up, like, the whole back seat. Um, They had Captain Kirk and Mr. Spock also had them. Now everybody has them and uses them constantly. And while those guys lived in a futuristic socialist utopia, especially the pointy-eared one, Nobody paid for anything. Well, the rest of us don't have that luxury. Not yet, that is, Mr. Big. 
Oh, gosh, that guy's creepy. Fortunately, there's Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile has plans that are going to fit your budget. And this isn't some cheap company run out of the back of somebody else's van by the river. You're going to be on the same cell towers as the big mobile companies, but you're going to pay far less. And here's an idea. You're going to pay uh, in partnership with a country, a company that doesn't hate your guts and is trying to destroy the Constitution. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Join now and save 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation. Promo code Beck 972-PATRIOT. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. You can get it signed up for Blaze TV. Use the promo code Glenn to save 10 bucks. So I have some good news. I mean, I could tell you about the school district that claims now math is oppressive. Uh, that's Seattle. Um, but I'm not going to save that one. Or how about the drag queen show at church? It's a New York City private school that is holding mandatory drag queen shows in the chapel. Going to the chapel. Okay. Uh, also, the American Library Association that is promoting secret LGBT messaging. Uh, I could tell you about that. Or the fact that um, the San Diego Unified School District has partnered with Planned Parenthood. What what could go wrong there? K through 12 sexual health curriculum developed by Planned Parenthood breaks down the gender norms and they're going to start teaching it to school. And it's great. Um, it covers student questions like, is it OK to masturbate? What does semen taste like? And how do gay people have sex? What is porn? I think that is fabulous. I know I want my teachers being the ones to explain and talk about those questions, especially when they also, those teachers are the same ones that say, you really have to stop using man and woman. You need to use uh, a person with a penis or a person with a vulva because girls can have penises and boys can have vaginas. Yeah, yeah, that I could tell you about that. I've got more on that. Or I could tell you about the scientists that are creating the first synthetic embryos. Whoa, so all you have to do is put some new DNA in and you can grow whatever you want? What could possibly go wrong? <gasps> I've got an idea. We should see if we could find some amber and then take some of the blood out of the mosquitoes and we could create dinosaurs. Wouldn't that be great? Also, scientists are reviving uh, cells in dead pigs. Uh, so they've been dead for hours, but they can make the cells grow again and become alive. Lazarus healed. Raising questions about the de definition of death. Oh, this is going to be good. But I'm going to save those for a depressing day like Monday. America. It's Friday. So I'll tell you some good news. Did you see DeSantis? Holy mother of Pearl. I don't know who Pearl is, but her mother has got to be great. Um, here is DeSantis coming out yesterday talking about um, hiring a, a Soros-backed AG. And he's like, who do you think you are? Your job is to enforce the laws, and my job is to make sure that it's executed. So he fired him. You want to know why some people are moving to Florida, he said? Because their communities are no longer safe, thanks to prosecutors that think they know better than the people's representatives. And they've got to pick and choose which laws that they're enforcing. 
You have a duty to prosecute crimes as defined by Florida law, not to pick and choose and to enforce based on your personal agenda. We believe in a law and order state. Man, I wish this was coming from Texas. Texas is holding its own, but man, Florida is leading the way, leading the way. Uh, Here's some more good news. The Senate GOP has begun to pour money into two blue states, Colorado for the Senate race and Washington state for the Senate race. I'm from Washington. What? You think a Republican, you're going to spend money there? Wow, that is good news. Even if they have a shot, that is a huge swing. How about the Michigan town that has looked at the library and found that they were insisting on including graphic LGBTQ content? Forget the two QI people or the two I plus people, whatever they forget about them. I don't even know what they are. They're so insignificant compared to the LGBTQ community. Anyway, they wanted to put the really graphic content into the young adult section, and the town in Michigan defunded them. Uh, let's see here. How about this one? Crime is running rampant. Nobody's doing anything. So a guy was walking in Soho in New York, town completely out of control. And he was randomly attacking people. And one guy saw this guy walking down the street, and he just sucker punched a construction worker. Excuse me, first time in New York? Um, but he uh, sucker punched this construction worker. And so the guy happened to be a black belt jujitsu MMA fighter. Uh, that saw that and went, you know, I think that's going to stop. And the guy started to run, and the MMA fighter ran after him and put him in a some sort of, a, uh, it's called the seat belt position. He jumps on his back and then dragged him down to the floor and then just held him there until the police finally arrived. And here's the craziest part of the story. The MMA fighter wasn't the one that was in trouble. <laughs> what? Even the mayor of uh, New York, uh, Adams, says our criminal justice system is insane. Oh, do you think so? Uh, By the way, Alex Jones had to pay uh, $4 million to the families of Sandy Hook. But you notice that was everywhere yesterday. But did you also know yesterday Kevin Spacey was ordered to pay uh, $31 million dollars? to uh, the House of Guards producers after his sexual misconduct on the set. It's a little bigger than four, and it's at least worth a message. Oh, more good news. Beyond Meat, the vegan food company, Beyond Meat, dropped by McDonald's. Well, I think it's not Beyond Meat's fault. I think it's McPlant. Nobody wants to eat a McPlant. I think of the pot. I think of the soil. I don't want that. So... I think that was a naming thing. However, Panda Express, Dunkin' Donuts, why do they have me? Dunkin' Donuts, Hardee's, A&W, Yum, which owns um, uh, KFC, Taco Bell, and Pizza Hut. O- all of the testing with Beyond the Meat failed in those, and now Beyond Meat's financial future is at stake. 
Prices have tumbled 50% so far this year. They fell 50% uh, last year as well. Um, and they're expecting even worse results now that all of the fast food companies say, yeah, we're out. Parents defending education. Parents defending education has filed a lawsuit, Linmar Community School District in Iowa. The lawsuit alleges that the district school is violating students' First and Fourteenth Amendment rights with its transgender and students non-conforming to gender role stereotypes policy. It's really great. They're taking them to court. No, you don't. You can't keep secrets with my child groomer. You want some more good news? Because I have it. Come on, you know you want it. You know you want the good news. Come on, go ahead. Come on. I'm sorry I stopped being a tease. Here it is, First Lady. It's the show on Showtime. Never heard of it? Yeah. Nor really has anyone else. It was on Showtime. And it was starring Viola Davis as Michelle Obama. And it's been a flop. Uh, one season and they're like yeah yeah you know i think the country is saying uh, we've had enough of that canceled oh um california county san bernardino the one with the the most job growth out of any county in california the one that's really holding everything up they're voting on secession in the midterm elections they're like I don't care. Uh, Nevada, uh, Arizona, I mean, pretty much anybody will. T- I mean, pff, heck, we'll even take North Dakota. Will you accept us as part of your state? Um, that is really good news. The It's the state's ineffective justice system, the broken schools, the state's overreaching, counterproductive regulatory schemes, housing and affordability, and the ineptness of the state's uh, preparation for the drought. So there's just a couple of things that, uh, you know, are a long list of usurpations that San Bernardino is putting in their direct uh, dection, uh, declaration of independence. Uh, and uh, one more, one more. A Chicago teenager has died. All right, now let's move on to the story. Woman's walking in the parking lot. It's about 8 o'clock at night. She sees her car. She's walking. And four males are attempting to break into the woman's parked car. Don't know who these males were. Story provides no description of them. You know, nothing. So they're four males and they're breaking into this woman's parked car. Let me ask you something. Did, did the reporter ask them how they identified? I mean, how can you identify them as four males? They may not have been four males. You know what I'm saying? They could be four women. They could be four mushrooms. We don't know. Anyway, they're breaking into the parked car. And uh, a woman says, w- what are you guys doing? <laughs> One of the males whipped out a weapon and pointed it at the woman. Don't know if it's a gun or a knife. But if it was a knife, don't bring a knife to a gunfight. Because the woman, instead of running away, pulled out a weapon of her own and fired at the would-be criminals. Dion Young, 13. 13 years old. Shot in the neck. 
She called police. They came. They got the boy, put him in the hospital. He died of his wounds on Tuesday. The identities of the other suspects haven't been confirmed, but an investigation in the incident is going on. I have one more. One more, and you're really going to love it. Sincerely, you're going to love it. I'll give it to you here in just a second. Let me take a quick break, and then we come back. MyPillow.com. Once upon a time in a deep, dark forest, they're located a sus- a suspiciously close to a red light district. There was a hunter whose job it was to seek out and collect suitcases full of money for the big guy. Well, when he wasn't doing that, he was seeking out magic, right, uh, magic white rocks to burn uh, or to go back to that red light district to see what those red light district ladies had to offer. It's kind of a weird guy. Um, anyway, the hunter usually slept in hotel beds, uh, you know, in that red light district that he mentioned. Uh, usually he was with a special, special lady friend of the evening and strangely filming himself on the phone. But tragically, he always had to sleep on uncomfortable sheets because, you know, they were only rented by the hour. But you don't have to. My pillow is having a sale right now on their cowl sheets, which will keep you cool and comfortable in the summer. And the queen size regular price is eighty nine ninety eight. Now it's thirty nine ninety eight. When you use my promo code back, you'll get the you know eighty nine ninety eight sheets for thirty nine uh, ninety eight. That's like a ten dollar discount or or so. I'm sorry, it's common core math, and I don't have time to tell you how I got there. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to order the sheets. You're going to love them. Use the promo code BECK. Very limited supply, so when they're gone, they're gone. 10-year warranty, 60-day money-back guarantee. It's MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square and use the promo code BECK. You'll also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. Call 800-966-3117. Use the promo code BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. Man, one with the streets. You're listening to the Glenn Beck program. It is Friday. All right, Stu. Yes. You ready for some good news? Yes, Glenn. Now, why do you say it like that? No, I was just reacting to your uh, your claim of being one with the streets. No, that's me. You know that. That's Been your that history. For a long time. I know. Cut 15 is what we're going to play. And uh, Cut 15 uh, is, um, is really quite entertaining. This was posted on, um, I don't know, commie chat. What's a TikTok? And uh, it's a teacher of a middle school class who's having a crisis. Listen to this. Okay, TikTok, I really need your help here on this one. I'm a teacher. I teach fifth and sixth grade. And uh, this morning, I don't know, somehow um, the concept of pronouns came up. Um, and somehow one of my students said, well, Miss O'Dell, did you even ask me my pronouns? And I was like, whoa, I hadn't actually asked him his pronouns and I had called him a him and I, I said, oh, uh, I'm so sorry. I haven't actually called you. I mean, asked you what your pronouns are and, um, what are they? And he said, I'm sorry, banana said, banana and rock. And I was like, dude, no, like, 
don't mess around with, I was, I was actually really upset because I thought he was making fun of it. And in fact, I'm still pretty mm. sure he was making fun of it. And, uh, but they all agreed, no, like you can choose anything. Banana, rock, if you want banana and rock to be a pronoun, banana and rock's a pronoun. Is it? Good God. Oh no, you cut it off there? Oh, how could he have cut it off there? Her, her next statement is, is it really true? Are we at this place in America where a pronoun, you can just choose anything? Yes. Yes, that's where we're on. That's where we are. That's where we are. You're just catching on to this? Don't make fun of that. Their pencil over there is crying <laughs> pencil's little eyes out. <laughs> it's absolutely incredible that because obviously that's 100% what I would be doing in high school right now or middle school that's exactly what oh, I would be doing course. I would be torturing every teacher I, oh. demanding they call me banana or rock 100% oh, my that's gosh. My, my whole student I would be I would be the most obno- I was pretty obnoxious in class as you can imagine hmm. uh uh, but I would be the most obnoxious, the most obnoxious at this time. Oh, my my parents would kill me. I mean, my dad would be, you know, jobless. My mother would have been burned at the stake. I mean, because I would have just been crazy with this. Oh. Yes. I would have yes, used say, this to get say, out of say class. my pronoun. Every oh. single day, every day I would have some sort of made up gender crisis to go home I mean, I would go, it would be, I would manipulate this system into zero days of school. That's exactly what I would do with it. And I'd be proud of it. I'd be dumb, but I'd be proud of it. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So America needs more companies like American Financing, maybe now more than ever before. If you're smart, and I know you are, you're concerned about where your money is going, how it's being spent, and are you paying the least amount that you you have to? What does the future hold? No idea. I don't think anybody has any idea. Nothing good, probably. America's American Financing understands this. They want to help you out. Give them a call today and uh, do it when you just have 10 minutes. I'm so busy, I don't have 10 minutes. Make a pack with yourself right now not to scroll uh, on social media. Do that, do that. You'll have much more time than 10 minutes. Anyway, call American Financing now. Get a consolidation loan to deal with things like high credit card debt and uh, interest rates. Percentages were sky high before this Fed started hiking rates. Maybe the uh, equity in your home could be used to pay off some debts. Equity is high right now. So American Financing, call them now, 966 966- I'm sorry, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. Radio show begins in a minute.
you are about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. It's Friday, the biggest story of the week. Next. So we uh, we found this great organization called Preborn. Uh, they have been positioning their clinics, their pro-life clinics, uh, in the top abortion cities for almost 20 years now. 50% of all abortions will take place right in and around these, these facilities. Preborn's work is to save the baby. And they're going to continue at even a greater level as they fight Planned Parenthood and defend their centers from radical hate groups who don't want any more, anything more than to shut them down. Their work depends on you. Would you consider a, a gift of any size, $10, 50 100 They have say we have a goal of saving 50,000 babies this year. 80% chance of saving that baby. The, the metrics all change once mom gets an ultrasound. And that's what they do at their clinics. They give the mom's ultrasound. But those ultrasound machines are very, very expensive. If you break it out, it's about $10 a baby's life. What? We can save a baby by giving an ultrasound 80% chance and it's 10 bucks. What do you say? Let's work together and save 50,000 babies this year. Dial pound 250. Say the keyword baby. That's pound 250. Say the keyword baby. Or you can go to preborn.com slash Beck. Check them out for yourself. Preborn.com slash Beck. All right. Mr. Bill O'Reilly is joining us now with the biggest story of the week. Bill. You know, I think the biggest story of the week is China, but I know Americans are a little tired of that. Um, however, that could change everybody's life in an instant if uh, the crazy communists in Beijing decide to invade Taiwan. Now, I don't think they will, but I think we all have to be prepared. Yet. I mean, that, that's the big story. I will tell you, Bill, you know, they, they make the most sophisticated computer chips in the world. They are the main source of, you know, our supercomputer tri- chips and everything that is the average yeah. computer place cannot make. It's all made in Taiwan. And uh, I have to tell you, I hope that when Nancy was there, she was putting some C4 on some of those uh, factories, because if China go- does go in, we need to destroy those factories or we're all toast because they will, well, China will destroy them. everything they need. Yeah, China, China will destroy, will destroy that. Yeah, China will destroy the factories so that the United States can't get the chips. So, um, yeah, but if they own it, all they have to do is just embargo. Well, you know, if they march in, they'll they'll keep them. That's a much more complicated situation. So I've been to Taiwan. Have you ever been over there? No, I haven't. No. Okay. Well, don't go. Uh, it, the place is just a zoo. It's it's way overpopulated. There are more poisonous snakes on the island of Taiwan than anywhere else in the world. Did you know that, Beck? And I'm not talking about I didn't. Chinese spies that are everywhere. Uh, so, <laughs> I want, Fang, fang. Yeah. I mean, I, I, we don't have time, but I could tell you a story. I went to the night market there and watched people drink blood of animals. I mean, it was really bad. 
And anyway, China is basically a belligerent nation. I mean, if you don't believe that, you look at Tibet, uh, Tibet and you look at North Korea, what they're doing there. So there, you, we have to prepare. We Americans have to prepare. So nobody has any confidence that Joe Biden, um, you know, he'll do what he's told to do. Um, but Nancy Pelosi now becomes the face of U.S. foreign policy in the Far East. Where's Anthony Blinken? Where is he at Club Med somewhere on vacation? Where Where is he? This is his job, not Pelosi's job. Pelosi can't even control her district in San Francisco. I mean, she can't even come out of her mansion and unlock the gate on the giant wall that surrounds it because it's the night of the living dead in the front yard. And she did it. So I'm, I'm trying to get uh, across that this Chinese thing, way worse than Putin, this is something that Americans yes. really have to think hard about. And, and here's the kicker on it. We're at fault because Trump, whether you, you cannot like Trump, and I understand why people don't like him. Okay, personally, they don't like him. But he and Putin feared him. They feared him. Yes. Yes. They don't fear Biden. And so it's an incremental thing. Now, why did they fear Trump? Because they knew both Putin and she are smart. Okay, they knew that if you insult Trump, that Trump is liable to do anything. He doesn't take insults. They figured that out. So they weren't going to insult him openly. And they certainly weren't going to invade Ukraine and Taiwan while he was president. And this is what, you know, these people who voted for Biden, it gets worse and worse and worse and worse. Because I, you know, I know a lot of people who voted for the man. I do and too. my question is, I, I'm almost crazed now. You know, what were you thinking? So you don't like this guy. Nobody liked George Patton. Nobody liked him. All right? He was a tough SOB. But he won. And that's what we need in a commander-in-chief. Biden, he doesn't even know he's president. Yesterday he said he was vice president. I mean, come on. And you don't think she and Putin understand this? So I'm a little No, I, I think... I think Putin clearly understands it, and that's why Brittany Gar- uh, Griner got uh, nine years in prison yesterday. We offered, like an idiot, we offered in exchange for her one of the one of the worst arms dealer in the world. We said, "Oh, you know what? We'll release him for a WNBA no, star." That's it. that's if your Putin, deal. Yeah, Putin put him up. We didn't offer that. But there, but look back, that's easily, easily um, adjudicated. Listen to me. And this is why you have me on Friday. This is why, Beck. Okay? Because I know, okay. uh, you know, I've a lot of times you go, why. why do we have O'Reilly on Friday? Why do we have him on? Mm-hmm. Here's why. Make the deal. All right? I feel sorry for this Britney woman. She's a nitwit, but she shouldn't be spending nine years in prison for bringing in some pot oil. Right. That's ridiculous. Right. Make the deal. Right. And then the next day, as soon as Britney hits JFK, all right, you designate this arms dealer a terrorist. That's what you do. And under the Patriot Act, he can be whacked at any time. You read Killing the Killers, Beck. You know what's going on with Zara Heary. 
It's you. If you're designated a terrorist or a terrorist group, the United States can kill you. So that's what right. you do. All right. Let the, the idiot go. The arms dealer go. And then you slap on the next day. He's a terrorist. That means this guy can't go anywhere. OK. And then people say, well, wouldn't that be an act of war if we droned him? Yeah, it might be. But you don't have to drone him. You hire some guy to put something in his coffee. OK, that, I mean, come on. This is the way diplomacy is supposed to work. But our government is so stupid. Did you see Christopher Ray, the head of the FBI yesterday? Did you oh, see my it? gosh. Yes. I mean, it was like, is this is the head of the FBI? Well, I wouldn't call the Russian thing. Uh, uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say, you know, I'm, but again, it's the senators. Well, what would you call it? They didn't ask that. But they I'm didn't ask that. the table. Why am I not a senator? What state would have me back? I need to be a senator. What state would have me? Do you know? Man, I can only think of 50 states right now, and I can't come up with a single one. Um, yeah, so, um, Bill, I was watching... I was watching that uh, that same audio and video, and I was screaming at that. Ask him what he would call it, but yes, also that's right. you didn't ask him what you he didn't, would call you, it. You're, you're saying the, the Betsy Ross flag. You're saying that your Betsy Ross flag is a symbol of terrorism, uh, and all you have to say about it is when you first saw that you find it deeply disturbing. Yeah, so have we a week ago. What have you done about it? What will you do about it? They didn't follow up well, any questions. All he wants to do is keep his job. And he knows, I mean, the, the question about the border and Mayorkas was a good question. Mayorkas is the board of security. You believe that the board is secure. Well, uh, I, don't, I don't want to undermine my, uh, okay. He knows, Ray knows it's a catastrophe. He knows that tons of fentanyl are coming in here. And then when they catch the fentanyl smugglers, they let them go. They let them go, the progressive DAs. And they're killing hundreds of thousands of Americans. Ray knows all that, but he wants to keep his job. And Biden could fire him tomorrow. So that's yeah. what it is. Ugh. And that's let why me, you uh, have the let me, let, me, uh, let me ask you this, because I know you're an educated man. Northwestern yeah. University is no longer requiring literature majors, literature majors, to take English and American lit survey courses. Well, I want to go there. Yeah, Bill. I want to go there because <laughs> I'll take shop. Remember shop in high school? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I've I'll got my doctorate in shop. A, yeah, I'll get a degree in English literature, but I'll take shop and welding. <laughs> Just in case the English lit thing doesn't work out. Look, how can how know, can English how can an English um, uh, literature major not have to read English literature? Because there's too many other things to read, like anti-racism. That's why. Gosh, I mean these these aren't oh, educational institutions anymore. They're indoctrination centers. The major universities in the United States, there are exceptions, but most of them are indoctrination centers. That's what they are, right? Am, am I right? Yeah, you're right. So you're paying, yeah, you're you right. go to Harvard, and I, and I did, 
I mean, you're paying 80 grand to be indoctrinated as a left-wing loon. And I think there's a course in Harvard now. Left-wing loon indoctrination 101. <laughs> I'm signing up for that. I want to take that. It's crazy. It's just crazy. Okay, I'm going to get to a couple of couple of other couple of other stories here in just a second. First, let me take a quick break and tell you about Terry. Terry lives in Georgia, and by the time he heard me talking about Relief Factor on my program, he had been living with lower back and neck pain for a number of years. Uh, he tried a lot of things to remedy the pain. Some of them worked for a little while, he said, but nothing worked permanently. So when he heard of my experience of Relief Factor, he was like, okay, let's, let's give it a shot. Within a few weeks of starting to take it, Terry discovered that he was no longer in pain. It had all just melted away. Now, it's not a drug, but it was developed by doctors, and it has four key ingredients in it that help your body fight inflammation, which usually is the main source of our pain. So the three-week quick start is available, and I want you just to try it for three weeks. You don't have to take my word for it. It is 1995, but you take it as directed in three weeks. If it's not making any difference in you at all, then stop taking it. It probably won't. But 70% of the people who try the Quick Start Trial Pack, they go on to order more every month. It's relieffactor.com. Call 800, the number 4 relief, 800 4 relief. Relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. 10 seconds, station ID. Um, Bill, we were just looking something up in the uh, break, and we did offer uh, the uh, the swap. We offered it, but anyway, uh, okay, uh, just I'm a quick correct correction. That if they, yeah, that's what yeah, your yeah, yeah. data no problem. goes. I thought it was yeah. food that threw that out. And um, before we go, no, I think, just give me 30, thirty seconds at the end of this segment. But go, yeah. go ahead. You can make fun of me for making that mistake. Back. No, no, no. Do, go ahead and do that now, and then I've got to get to Christian Cinema. So, okay. So, what do you have um, on the plate? Good. All I want to say is, if you haven't read Killing the Killers in light of the Zawahiri assassination, please pick the book up and you will know exactly how that man was killed. Because it's the same thing that went down with Soleimani. Killing the Killers. Still a bestseller after three months. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's incredible. So, you Kristen bet. Cinema, no, what do you want to know? Oh, sorry. So Kirsten has decided that she's going to be uh, locked in on uh, Biden's climate agenda. She agrees to the climate spending and the tax uh, increases. What people don't know about this bill is there's lots of lots of billions of dollars in it to pay farmers not to farm uh, at a time when we're going into a global food crisis. This is this is going to hit the average person over $30,000. You're going to get a tax increase. No questions asked. What happened to cinema and uh, uh, and uh, what's his face? I've already I've already blocked him from my mind. Mansion. They didn't read the bill. I didn't know what you just said. So I'm looking like an idiot here. I'm going to have to retract. This is why you have me on Friday. I didn't even know that because it's a 750 page bill. So I'm sure Manson yeah, Cinema highly haven't read it. Um, is there a why in their back? Why they don't want farmers to grow food in the USA? Yes, because they they are the main source. 
you know, with cattle and and everything else, they're the main source of uh, climate destruction, not just the gas, but also because they have to rest the land. And excuse me, but farmers know that and they already rotate their land. Look, this global climate warming madness is coming back and hurting every American in a variety of ways, most of which we don't even know. I didn't even know this resting the land thing was in this bill. And this is my job, but I didn't have time to read the 750-page bill. All right? So we got to get rid of these people in Washington. And and that, again, it it goes back to what I said, people voting for Biden. They got to go. They got to go. Well, you know what? I You know, I don't. I can understand. They didn't like Trump. They thought that he was just going to be a, you know, regular guy. I didn't believe that for a second. I thought, you know, you were you were pretty uh uh blind for not seeing it. But now yep. you can see it. Now I question those who still don't see it and are still standing behind this. Those people are dangerous. <laughs> well, people believe what they want to believe. And and even I know. all the evidence presented all the facts that you're getting hurt, your family's getting hurt. If you live in a big city, you, you're not safe. All of that. You know, we have a governor's race in New York. This Hochul, this present governor took over for Cuomo. I mean, she yeah. is directly responsible for the deaths of hundreds of people. Yet she's favored in the latest poll to win. So I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican. I don't do that. I'm not a party guy. And you're not either. But once you see something that's really wrong and you continue to vote for it, then it's your fault. And I don't know if people are dangerous as much as they are zombies, ideological zombies. They don't think they won't think. I guess they are dangerous in a passive way. Yeah. But it's on us I mean, now. zombies end up eating you. Just one. And that's what's out. happening. I <laughs> know. Coming into your house and taking all your money and allowing criminals to run wild. I have to tell you, Bill, one of the most frustrating stories of the week is this uh, Bowser story and Adams story, the mayors of Washington, D.C. Oh, yeah. and New York, talking about how it's an emergency that they have 4,000 uh, you know, border crossers in their cities and they can't handle it. And I'm like, have you been to the border? Have you seen the border towns that have 35,000 people in it? And yet there is somehow or another supposed to work out ways to feed and clothe and house 15,000 people? It's worse than that. Both of those individuals now screaming for federal money support Mm -hmm. the open border. They don't criticize Biden's open border. They don't do it. Okay, so now the cliche is chickens come home to roost, Beck. All right, so if you're, not, if you're going to support an open border, now you've got a catastrophe in your town. And, and you know, and again, uh, Adams in New York, where I am, and he, he talks a good game, but he doesn't back any kind of problem solving. He'll support Hochul. He supports mm-hmm. Biden. Where's the problem solving, Mayor? You know, it's easy to ask for money, which is what you do every hour on the hour. Oh, it's trying. 
you know, I, I, I'm sorry to make this half hour so dismal, but boy, this country really needs a wake up call back. You and I have to go door to door. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I went to uh, no, most states won't have. In fact, all 50 states wouldn't have you knocking on doors. Um, the uh, uh, the I just last hour spent about 40 minutes talking about the good things that are happening. There are some amazing things. Americans are waking up. Whether we wake up en masse fast enough, I don't know. But there are good signs that this has run its course. Uh, and uh, now we just need a, a mandatory vaccine for, for all of those who understand now that uh, they're sick with progressivism and they need a cure. Thanks, Bill. We'll talk to you again. Name of his book is Killing the Terrorists. Killing the Killers. Available everywhere. The Glenn Beck Program. All right, here's what I want you to do. The next time you buy groceries for the week, as soon as you get everything home from the store, I want you to stuff it all into your oven, turn it on high for a few hours, and then eat whatever comes out. Wouldn't that be good? Guess what? That's exactly what kibble food is uh, doing to your, your dog's food. That's why there's rough greens. It's not a dog food. It's a supplement developed by you. Or, I'm sorry, developed by uh, Dr. Dennis Black that you sprinkle on your dog food. Chock full of vitamins, minerals, and probiotics, antioxidants, all the stuff that your wife's like, gotta have your antioxidant. I don't even know what they are, honey. I really don't even know what they are. Most dogs love it and go crazy. Uh, we are getting a new dog on Monday. Um, Damien. Yeah. His name is actual Damon, but the kids and I want to call him Damien. He just sounds scarier. Anyway, we'll see if he likes rough greens. Uh, and the uh, rough greens people want you to have that first bag for free, a trial bag. You just pay for shipping just to make sure that you're not out any money if your dog won't eat it. Rough greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash back. Rough slash back. And it's blazetv.com slash Glenn with the promo code being Glenn to save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mr. Michael Malice, author of The Anarchist, a handbook and a great book um, uh, called uh, Dear Leader, and the host of his podcast, You're Welcome. Michael Malice, what is it that you think is the biggest story of the week? Uh, well, I think the biggest issue was uh, the primaries that happened on Tuesday, and, and broad, more broadly speaking, and uh, I'm sure this is something you've discussed as well, is this insane brinksmanship that the members of the Democratic Party seem to be playing in some of these primaries. Because the argument is yeah. you have this kind of uh, insurrectionist wing of the Republican Party, and they're going to destroy democracy. Dick Cheney, one of the great villains of our time, just cut an ad uh, for his uh, despicable daughter saying Donald Trump is the worst the, the most dangerous person that America's ever had to face in the future of our republic, the, the most dangerous. Uh, Dick Cheney's basically Bin Laden with the cross. He's a domestic terrorist who kills <laughs> millions of people and literally has no heart and has no consequences for it. Uh, how many children has he wow. killed? You know, it's, it, it's despicable. But the point is, let's suppose they're, they're telling the truth and they genuinely believe this. They're trying to push Trump candidates toward the general with the presumption Makes no sense. that... 
that these candidates can't get elected, but Trump won in 2020 at least. And this was Stalin's strategy in Germany in the 30s, which is he had the German communists who had an enormous amount of support go after the Social Democrats Party, Social Democrat Party, excuse me, call them social fascists, and basically say that those are the ones you should attack instead of Hitler. So if, if what they're saying is not some cynical ploy, this would be de demented. And since we have a dementia patient in the White House, maybe it's appropriate. But this, <laughs> this shows that these people are not either either they're really, really dumb or they're really, really dishonest. Uh, I think it's a combination of both of them. Honestly, I think there are some that are just so unbelievably uh, dishonest. Uh, and it, it stems from them just being really, really stupid, I think. Um, you, uh, what'd you think of, you know, yesterday, everybody was talking about Alex Jones, the mainstream media went crazy with that, but they didn't talk that, uh, yesterday also, uh, Kevin Spacey was ordered to pay, I think $31 million, uh, yeah. in, uh, bad boy money. Um, and there was another one that uh, happened yesterday. I can't remember. I mean, it wasn't just Alex Jones, but again, the media picks and chooses. What'd you think of that? Well, I had Alex on my show last week. I mean, Alex is clearly being made into a test case uh, to demonstrate that, you know, th they had him by the short hairs. They were more than happy to see if they can twist the knife. Uh, the story that I think people might not be aware of is apparently his uh, attorney handed over his entire phone records, uh, excuse me, every text message he sent and every email he sent for the last two years by accident and then later used that to try to call for a mistrial after you know, had, uh, he had a window to say, you gotta send it back, and he didn't say anything about it. Uh, they were asking for $150 million or more. Uh, the jury gave the, the families $4 million, but there's still the, penal, the penalty phase that's going to come uh, to date. So I, I don't think, you know, there's a lot of people salivating that I hope this is the end of Alex Jones, and they haven't given a reason as to why. Uh, you know, he said horrible things. He apologized for those horrible things. He's going to pay his price. What is it that he's saying that they find so dangerous? And I think it is that Alex Jones' whole shtick is the belief that what is told to us by the corporate press is, in fact, dishonest. My disagree with Alex was he's naive because this government would have no problem killing kids to further their agenda, as we saw in Afghanistan last summer, where no one had any consequences for it or even outrage. Well, um, I, I tend to agree with you. However, um, you know, I think what he did and, and this is not a legal argument. This is just a personal argument. I think what he was saying about, you know, that this was a psyops and, you know, all these kids were actors and the parents were actors. I, I just I found that the lowest of the low. But if you believed it, which I'm not sure if he did or not, but if you believed it, I guess you have a right to say it. Yeah, I, 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 there's something very much to be said that if you're saying things that are so outrageous and it's, it, you know, like you don't get to go to a funeral and just laugh at people and just kind of shrug it off and say it's free speech. And, and if it's something when you're saying that your kids are being used, you know, to further an agenda and they didn't really die, there is limits to, to free speech. And Alex acknowledges this. He's the first one. Uh, he's saying this is completely wrong what I did. I should have done it. You know, I should have caused these parents pain and suffering. So this is a, the thing. Is he's also on trial in Connecticut. So this was the Texas verdict. You had the Connecticut verdict. Mm. 
And I, I, they very much want to, regardless of Alex, broadly speaking, there is very much an attempt, which we heard in 2016, when it was a given that Hillary was going to win and fake news was their term, uh, uh, the establishment's term, that questioning establishment narratives, whether it's with COVID, whether it's the 2020 election, unless you're Stacey Abrams, uh, is something that needs to be made heretical. So when you say this is just the beginning of something, what do you uh, what do you foresee? I mean, it's, we've saw, we saw ourselves doing during COVID, you know, to have any kind of views outside of carefully delimited parameters established by tech companies and or the media and or the government is enough to do to, for them to do what they can to silence the person. But thankfully, in my opinion, the technology isn't there to banish someone because as of today, despite big seven figure legal judgments against him, if you want to know what Alex Jones has to say, his book's coming out in a few weeks. So that power that they had to vanish people that you and I can rattle off and remember, that power has largely gone, and I think they're frantic about it. Yeah, I think the thing is starting to fall, fall apart because they're in, um, they're in such a panic mode because they were too arrogant. They just, yes. they just let it rip with everything. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I just I don't see it lasting long. The gender uh, reassignment surgery stuff. I don't know if you saw what came out of uh, Great Britain, but I, I did uh, about 45 minutes on it yesterday in the podcast. And that thing is that that is just it's crazy. They, they are literally saying overseas. They're saying, don't follow the American model. They have gone off the rails. And now Sweden, Finland. Uh, where else was it? England and one other country. They have released studies that show this is the most dangerous thing that you can do to a child. And they're but, stopping it. They're closing it all down. But I think the problem with America is that the, there's a huge wing of the Democratic Party that can't do anything but double down. And that if you challenge this doubling down, you're basically effectively read out of leftism. So they're going to be in a really tricky position. You know, we just started talking about how they're trying to push the Trump wing in, in terms of getting them forward to the general. There's also a big movement within the Democratic Party to purge people who are in any sense uh, uh, moderates on any issue. Look at uh, Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema, who are basically being treated as Trump figures uh, by many Democratic activists. It's crazy. So how does that end, Michael? Traditionally, how does that end? Oh, it's going to end fun for me because I do love the political carnage. And I'm sure on some level you do, too, uh, because they're really going to be faced with two bad choices. And when we watch them try to reconcile, square the circle, uh, it's going to be very public and very hilarious. Or we're all going to be, you know, locked up. But in that case, hopefully I'll get the top bunk, Ben. Uh, Glenn, excuse me. So, so let me let me ask you this: the um, uh, the last question is on Nancy Pelosi, and it's not about Taiwan or anything else. We are having a serious debate: is she is she senile, or is she drunk all the time, or is it possible that she's both? Uh, I mean, it could just be that she has loose dentures. But here's my view on Pelosi. Uh, if the Republicans yeah. take Congress, they should do an investigation of what's going on with her husband, his money, and that arrest. And that would really hit the Democrats where it hurts. You know, I don't think the Republicans will do it because I'll bet you there's a lot of Republicans that would be. And I'd be glad for that. But uh, I, I wonder if they'd even do it. I think when Hunter Biden and Joe Biden are gone, 
nobody in the political ruling class give a flying crap about it. All the republic, they just they wouldn't care about it. And somebody's going to start paying for their crimes. Okay, thank you, Michael Malice. I appreciate it. Thank you. It's um, Michael Malice uh, and uh, his uh, his website or his podcast is You're Welcome. You can hear it wherever you get your podcasts. Sponsor this half hour is real estate agents I trust. How often do you move from one house to another? Hopefully, I mean, unless you're into that kind of thing, uh, the answer would be uh, not very often. Buying and selling a home has a lot of work uh, in it, and uh, it can be a huge hassle, especially if you don't have the right real estate agent to help you out. Believe me, I've been through a lot of moves. I've dealt with uh, more than my fair share of mediocre real estate agents. But here's the good news. You don't have to have the same experience. I put together a company uh, called Real Estate Agents I Trust, and it's a free service to you because I I don't want you to have to go through the same difficulty that I had when I move. Um, And the agents that we work with are incredibly professional. They're the best in the business in your area, in our opinion. They have have, uh, gone the extra mile to make sure that both your home buying and selling process is as close to perfection as it can possibly get. I want you to do your own homework and interview yourselves. But we've already interviewed these people, and they have the best practices, uh, and they're decent people. And most of them are, I think all of them, are fans of the program. So go to realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. The Glenn Beck Program. Miss a day? Miss a lot. Visit blazetv.com today and never miss a moment of truth. So uh, I got to get into the uh, monkeypox stuff uh, next hour because what's happening in California is just bizarre, just absolutely bizarre. Uh, and I, I just don't get it. Uh, Michael's right about the, um, the men uh, having sex with men, not calling it gay, because in the 80s, that's what we had to do for uh, AIDS because there were so many people that were like, I'm not gay. Um and uh, and I don't think that's the case now. I just I mean, does anybody have a problem? I mean, other than self-inflicted, yeah. society's not punishing you for being gay now. We should get into the language on this because I think it's a little different than what he was describing in the 80s in that, uh, you know, this is people who just identify as other initials in the LGBTQQIA2 plus community. Like they're people, if you say you're intersex, but you have sex with men then you're not gay. Um, I don't know that it's necessarily a, a way to reach them the way that it may have been back, you know, back in the day. It seems to be more of a people are terrified to use words because you don't get to dis- like words don't mean things to all of us anymore. It, an individual no. can describe whether they're a banana or a rock. You don't get to decide what a banana or a rock is. They just decide to identify that way, as we Correct. heard in the, in the in a previous video today. So it's just one of those things where they're just trying to say these things so broadly, you can't even tell what's going on anymore. I mean, I, I read these news stories today, and, and I can't even understand what's happening. Who's talking to who? Is it a group of people? Is it a single individual? 
uh, it's just it's inexplicable. And, and, and the way they're manipulating the language to make everybody supposedly feel good by creating new definitions of words all the time. It, I mean, it makes it so it's impossible to communicate. What, now, wait a minute. That sounds like it's um, it's like an agent of chaos. And that's all that it causes is chaos. Uh, I, I don't know how much the, the audience reads you know, mainstream crap that I have to read, that you have to read. You know, maybe yeah, you're, you listen to the blaze, right. you get your news there, and you don't necessarily venture into the left-wing nonsense. But when you read some of these woke sources, it's like you need you to you need Babel to ch- help you translate everything that's in there. Yeah. Right? None of it makes any sense. It's not English. Right. Uh, at least it's not English as you would define it. But yes, that's right. It doesn't make it not English. Because uh, this is the highbrow college English. Not to be confused with English literature, which you no longer have to actually read anything in English. Program. Thank you so much, uh, Hillary. I want to talk to you about something kind of sensitive. Uh, It is pornography. If you look at what is happening in uh, our world right now, um, we are torn apart. Our families are torn apart. Uh, Marriages are torn apart. Look at the divorce rate and the broken families that we have. Our sons uh, are in trouble. Now even our daughters are in trouble with pornography. Um, if you or anybody you know or anyone in your family has a problem with pornography, I want to tell you about a company called Covenant Eyes. They have, for the last 20 years or so, walked right alongside over 1.5 million people to um, help them achieve staying away from pornography and being able to lead a healthy life. It is so hard. It is on. It's everywhere. Covenant Eyes. It will monitor what is being viewed on your devices. It helps track the things that you're looking at and the things your kids are looking at and also pairs you with an accountability partner of your choosing. I want you to go to CovEyes, C-O-V-Eyes.com slash Glenn. Get started today. CovEyes.com slash Glenn. 30-day free trial. Do it now. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. We have a huge uh, show last uh, hour of the week. Uh, I'm going to be at CPAC tomorrow. And uh, the New York Times just came out with an article uh, about uh, the people who are attacking ESG. They're crazy. They're, they're, 
They're trying to destroy one of the best things ever, and they're very dangerous. Really? I thought it was all a conspiracy theory. Now there's a new line of attack. Sure, it exists, but stopping it is evil. Oh, okay. I might be changing my topic at CPAC tomorrow. I'm just saying, because I love the New York Times. Uh, All right. We're going to take a quick break, one minute, and then we're right into the Biden administration's monkeypox orders and the craziness that is California. Stand by. You and I both know all of our children are gifts from God. There is no doubt. But they're also our responsibility. We have to feed them. Oh, that's not a question. I thought, because I didn't know. You have to feed them. Huh, write that one down. Clothe them, ensure that there's a roof over their heads. And most importantly, help them learn. Learn the truth. Help them discern the truth. You have to help them develop their minds. You have to make sure that they're educated so that when they leave the nest and go out into this country of ours, they're prepared to help preserve it from harm. I want you to check out the Tuttle Twins' brand new book. It's called American History. American History. I want you to grab this book. In fact, just go online. You don't even have to buy it. Just preview a free sample uh, chapter. See for yourself why I think it is so good for our kids. It doesn't concentrate on the names and the story, uh, the names and the uh, dates memorization, but on the stories. It's crucial that we start telling our story again. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Go there now. Check it out. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. So, uh, Stu, the Biden administration has declared monkeypox a public health emergency. Now, is this a public health emergency? I mean, are we all, aren't we clear? I mean, it's really simple, and it has nothing to do with gay people at all. Nothing. Seriously. Nothing. I think we could make a really clear rule. You you can comment in a second. I think we can make a really uh, clear rule. Don't have sex or actively cuddle with anyone who has open weepy sores. Now, I don't I never thought I'd have to say that, but I guess we do. Don't just roll around naked with somebody with sores. Don't snuggle up to somebody's face who has open weepy pussy sores. Don't do it. Mm. You're That's the way we solve this, and it's uh, not really that hard of a problem, is it? You is are really demeaning so. the OS community, the open sword community, uh, Glenn. Uh, I, where's their fun in all I'm of sorry, this? Sorry, yeah, I know. I, all those, all those people who are who are really um, a downtrodden people, people who have been ignored, the open sword society. Um, I I do apologize to you, I, but you are the problem. You know, uh, that say I have open weepy sores and yet I'm going to rub them all over somebody else. Yeah, there is a problem. There's these questions that are going around. Is this an issue that is specific to the LGBTQQIA2 plus community? And the answer to that is yes and no. Right. No, yeah, right. it's not the only way you can pass it. Right. You can have other like if you had you could have. Uh, intimate contact. You can have skin-to-skin contact over long periods of time. You can touch an open sore and put it in your eye. There's other there's other ways you can pass it. However, and this is the important part, the other side of it too, which is the yes side of it, 98% of cases 
are in the community of men having sex with men. With men. With men. Mm -hmm. Now, I do want to... uh, I guess you could say that you're bisexual, so that makes you not gay. Um, Mm -hmm. But it doesn't make you heterosexual. Right. So So uh, there's a... This has been a thing, because I've been fascinated by this terminology. Because what we typically do, Glenn, in the English language, let's say, is we have mm -hmm. something like uh, a hamburger. Okay, and a hamburger is a word that is used to symbolize a definition of something else. A piece of cow fried up on a griddle, uh, put on a, uh, a couple of bu- uh, buns with lettuce and tomato and other toppings. We don't say it like that because if we talked like that, it would take six months to get through anything. So instead, we come up with a word that summarizes all of that called a hamburger. Now, in every news story in America about monkeypox, the, the story is men having sex with men, which is fascinating because that we, can't, we have words that would define sexual activity. We actually even have abbreviations, right? Like we, we have LGBTQQIA2+. We all understand that sort of behavior. To have to describe it every mm-hmm. single time is a bit arduous linguistically. I would say, you know, yeah, and it's, uh, you know, it's also something that I don't want, you know, if I have very young children, yeah. I don't want to be in the car like you may be right now with your car, with your child. And uh, they look up and say, what do they mean? Men having sex with men, mommy. <laughs> I, I will say, I if you made it through the open source conversation and you're still here with your little kids, that's on you. OK, that's on you as a parent. <laughs> <laughs> that's not kids that, have we kids can have open sores and it's not monkeypox. <laughs> that's true of course anyone i see with a cold sore or anything I, I, my first response is could be monkeypox <laughs> probably monkeypox could be cancer but probably monkeypox so can i bring up one other part of this that i don't think is getting nearly <laughs> enough attention right now which is how no, uh, badly joe biden has screwed this up i, I it's huh. it ex- yeah i know it's it's hard to believe um, but first of all, you know, this isn't saying it's a pandemic. It's saying it's a public health emergency, which the LGBTQQIA2 plus community is upset about. And they're upset about it for one reason, because they waited so long to declare it a public health emergency. This just helps direct funds and all the things that it does. But the, the interesting part about that is it appears that Joe Biden and his administration did not Uh, make it a public health emergency earlier because they did not want to add stigma to the virus and to gay people who might be getting it or excuse me men having sex with men who might be getting it so they for woke purposes to not stigmatize they didn't make it a public health emergency didn't make it into a bigger deal within the communities affected and that has made the problem worse. The other situation. Okay, so wait, wait, mm-hmm. wait, 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 wait. I just more. have to make sure I have this right. Mm-hmm. I know. I just want to make sure I have this part right. So when Reagan was slow on AIDS because he said it's only a gay disease. Which he didn't say. But and, yes. and well, right, right. But they, they claimed right. that he was he hesitated because it was only a gay disease. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and uh, and then when he saw Rock, Rock, Rock Hudson, who was gay, but a friend, they say that's when he was interested. And they were really upset because, obviously, inaction kills people. So they said he was an evil, evil dude for that. Mm-hmm. Are they going to say the same thing about Joe Biden? Because while he did it for the opposite reasons, I don't want to bring stigma to the disease. I mean, if it's a disease, I think it's already got as much stigma <laughs> on it as it. The sores you know, can have. are the stigma. Are <laughs> when the you stigma. have yeah, open yeah, sores, yeah. there's stigma attached to yeah. that, especially right, for right. sexual unless you've reasons. been harpooned or right. something like that. Then that <laughs> open you. sore might just be something you should check anyway, mm-hmm. but might not be monkeypox. But now that he's had people die from it. No, not anyone died from it because it's it generally doesn't kill people. But anyway, uh, now that he's hesitated, are they going to hate him? I don't, I don't know. That's a good point. And it, you're correct. Zero people in the United States have died. I think it's nine worldwide have died from monkeypox. Now, look, you could say that it's got to get worse and, and that may happen. And it is something serious. Like It's apparently very, very painful and, uh, and terrible to deal with. Um, but, but there's more to this story, which... The thing is, this is unlike COVID, right? This is not like we have a new virus and we're like, holy crap, what do we do? We better get Operation Warp Speed. We better get all these medicines in the pipeline, all these things going on. We already have a vaccine for this already ready. It was uh, something that we already had gone through for smallpox and the smallpox vaccine works on monkeypox. Now, not too long ago, Glenn, we had 20 million doses of this vaccine, which we just let expire. Now, that, so now when we need it, hmm. we don't have it. And that's not all Joe Biden's fault. But the second part of it is, which is he, uh, it, let me give you this. This is from the New York Times. By the time the federal government had placed its orders, because we waited too long, the vaccine's Denmark-based manufacturer, Bavarian Nordic, had booked other clients and was unable to do the work for months, officials said, even though the federal government had invested well over $1 billion in the vaccine's development. So we helped make the vaccine. Then we had 20 million doses that we let expire. And it was so bad that Health and Human Services so miscalculated the need that on May 23rd, this is not like two years ago, five years ago, when you might understand we don't think monkeypox is coming. On May 23rd of this year, they allowed Bavarian Nordic, the, the vaccine manufacturer, to deliver 215,000 fully finished doses that the federal government had already bought to European countries instead of holding them for the United States. Well, I think it's another fine decision by the Biden administration. <laughs> of course I it mean, is. it fits right in. Can I, can I ask you this? Listen, listen to this. Listen to this. Yeah. There's a new guide out. Okay. A new mm-hmm. guide how to protect yourself. Okay. Yes. And uh, it says if you discover a bump on your skin, uh, but you still want to, and I'm not making this up, uh, share in the fun of a gay fetish festival. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you have a bump on your skin that might be monkeypox. You should, quote, cover it up with a Band-Aid or clothing before you go out. That, now, that's inter- That's really interesting. That's fascinating. Um, so I'm going to I'm going to add uh, open weepy sores to Band-Aids now. OK, mm-hmm. so um, <laughs> the uh, San Francisco, San Francisco had their annual 
up your alley street fair. Mm. Uh, hmm. Yeah. And uh, the uh, the California Senator Scott Weiner, which is. Uh, he, he's which is uh, he's a senator. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, they told potential attendees of the fetish festival how to remain safe. Um, Weiner. I'm sorry, the senator shared a guide from the organization on Core Alley without fear of monkeypox. Core Alley is the Up Your Alley Street Fest. Um, and uh, they said it was really great guidance on monkeypox so we can continue to have fun while reducing risk. Um, well, now, wait a minute. I, mm, I, I, I'm not sure that going ahead with the Up Your Alley fetish festival um is necessarily the best idea now remember this is coming from the california but remember our own government as soon as the biden administration got in one of the first things they did was uh put out advice on how you can safely attend orgies Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh so now they're doing this now i just i you know this wiener says you know um you know that, that that we have to we have to you know uh, you know just go out there and have fun, but you know put a band aid on, you know, uh, and uh, and but just just go just go out and have fun, you know. What I mean, um, but we, here's what he said in 2020 about COVID: We need a national mask mandate. Period. That's how we'll beat this virus. He went on to say here recently about the monkeypox that we don't need any top down rules. People should decide what they what they is right for them when it comes to their health. Hmm. Fascinating. And and, you know, I just before I take a quick break, um, I was thinking of this and I want a response that is intellectual and 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 accurate. Um, sure. And accurate on how I feel. So I would, I would, uh, I would just say uh, to Senator Weiner, uh, oh, no. up your alley. <laughs> I mean, it, no, it sounds like a great time. Anyway, let me tell you about Blindstock. Hmm? Not up your alley. Blindstock. Up yours. Blindstock.com. <laughs> We've upped our protection. <laughs> now, up, up yours. yours. <laughs> um, <laughs> My job uh, has been, you know, would have been so much easier if I had just been a weatherman and then just told you all the time that a giant storm is coming. This summer, for example, I could just come on the air and say, you know, the forecast today calls for fire and brimstone. Uh, You know, abandon all hope uh, as you leave your house today. Or, you know, this last week with Nancy Pelosi, I could say today's temperatures uh, uh, about uh, about 90 degrees tomorrow, a little hotter uh, about the possible uh, possible temperatures uh, rising to 78,000 uh, degrees. Um, but, I, you know, I decided to do this. If you're trying to beat the heat, it might be a good time to switch out your home's window coverings. They don't do anything for the Nancy Pelosi, uh, you know, kind of heat that's coming our way. Um but if you're buying new window treatments or replacing the ones you already have, Blinds.com is really the way to go. Right now, they're running a 40% off special site-wide, which means you have access to a ton of amazing options at a much 
lower rate than normal. If you uh, need help selecting what you want, they have design experts who will do live consultations. It's free. If you need help with the measuring or installation, they got you covered on that. Uh, hidden fees, misleading quotes, no showrooms or retail markups, none of those things. Shipping is always free. Just another one of the many reasons to shop Blinds.com. Save up to 40% site-wide right now. Get up to 40% off now at Blinds.com. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 10 seconds, station ID. Uh, Glenn, I just wanted to, we were uh, finishing up our monkeypox segment, and I wanted to make sure you understood uh, some other steps you can take to avoid monkeypox. Oh, there's more. If you want to participate, because okay. I'm fascinated as you are in the people, we've just lost all the, the lockdowners. I, there were so many of them for years, and now none of them, not only don't California. want these, you know, people to lock down, but they don't want them to restrict any of their behavior at all like just go ahead with your the alley fest up your alley go for it yeah so yeah. Uh, the yeah. new york times is helpful to give us a little bit of advice if you happen to be at oh. the up your alley festival whenever that uh, happens to be going on to lower the yeah, risk last week i think oh sorry lower the risk gay and bisexual <laughs> men can try to make sure their male sex partners do not have monkeypox. i mean that's it's a good first step. Oh. I think that's. I think that is good. Sure. Also, so watch hang out. on, hang on, hang mm-hmm. on. Before you unrobe, do you have any monkeypox? Right. No. Well, <laughs> you're covered in band aids. Different thing. Yeah. Different thing entirely. <laughs> now, in addition to looking or asking about monkeypox, you can also quote watch out for sores, which I it's, I would say monkeypox are not always good advice. Always. Uh, Secondarily, Glenn, you can use a condom, which can at least reduce the chances of getting sores in sensitive areas. Which I oh, would say, man, again, that's good. Great now, advice. If you're all getting the time. a sore, you're getting a sore in a sensitive area. Um, it's probably not going to stay there. You know what I mean? It it might migrate to a lot of parts of your body. But I guess uh, the point of this I is was that thinking it's about particularly painful in, in, in certain regions, uh, if you have. Yeah, to get the I see. Box. I was just thinking of the front uh, didn't even consider the back. That would hurt. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's that was kind of one of the uh, issues, I, I guess, uh, that went yeah, on. I didn't even think of that. There's no scratch in there. Ooh, yeah. You know what I mean, um, they also I will say, Glenn, yeah. uh, and Maybe think of how they dog how... has monkey pox because he drags across the. Think, Go ahead. Think of the COVID situation. You, your parent dies. You can't go to the funeral. You can't have a wedding. You can't go see your grandchildren. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Think of what they mm-hmm. asked us to do. This is how they phrase the restrictions for monkeypox. Uh, if you happen mm-hmm. to be in this particular community and are considering the Up Your Alley Festival in your town, they can temporarily reduce the number of sexual partners or avoid riskier activities such as anonymous sex and sex parties now they're not saying how am i gonna have sex this weekend i, I don't That's know hard. i don't know and also practicing I good hygiene like parties. frequent hand washing can help too which is by the way 
all all of this <laughs> good advice all the time. You should avoid right, the sex parties right. with anonymous people right. all the right. time. That's a good piece of right. advice uh, for for. But you. I'm not sure that the appendage that I'm worried about at this point would be my hands. <laughs> It's like, well, I'm he's just... got a lot of oozing sores, but his hands are so clean. So the clean. guy is in the Purell all the time. I mean, I just can't. What could possibly go wrong? Possibly go wrong. Yeah. No, I appreciate it. Gavin Newsom is uh, going to be on this uh, right away, so to speak. He's going to be all over the monkeypox, shutting everything down, I'm sure, very, very soon. Well, I mean, except for the fetish festival. The Glenn Back Program. I know everybody's tightening their belt right now just a little bit. If you're listening to this program, which I don't think you can deny at this point, chances are high that you've got a good head on your shoulder when it comes to knowing where to cut back on your spending and where not to. It is really important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. We do everything online everything online i have to tell you about this weird thing i saw in an airport uh a a personless checkout an automated store in the airport spooky but anyway we put everything out there and uh everything is recorded and and logged do you think that's gonna that's safe do you think that's safe from cyber hacking it's not. There, we're entering a time where there be no secrets. You have to you have to protect everything you have with LifeLock. Please go to LifeLock.com. Find out all about it yourself. Use the promo code Beck, and you're going to save twenty five percent off your first year. One eight hundred LifeLock. One eight hundred LifeLock. LifeLock.com. Blaze TV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Save ten bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. So I, uh, I want you to listen very carefully to this story. Democrats block measures to stop gain-of-function research. Now, this is according to John Solomon reports. Gain-of-function is a process by which researchers genetically modify a virus. What? Senate Democrats on Thursday declined to offer unanimous consent to two measures on the stop gain of function research, a process now infamous over its alleged connections to the spread of COVID-19. Can we stop saying alleged? I mean, I know we don't have proof, but just because the fact that we don't have proof at this time, I think is proof. I mean, we know where these things are. We, we track down patient zero quite quickly. Uh, it's been what two years, three, almost three years. I, we know anyway, Republican can, uh, Kansas Senator Roger Marshall put forth both the viral gain of function research moratorium act and the safe risk research act, which aimed to cut funding to universities conducting such research and foreign countries to do so as well. Gain of function is a process by which researchers genetically modify a virus. It has potential risk as an enhanced virus could potentially become a significant threat to humanity. Let me just point out a, a little documentary in book form 
uh, called The Stand by Stephen King. It is disturbing that one of our top public health agencies directed this risky research to be offshored while encouraging the pause in the exact same research in the U.S., said Marshall on the floor of the Senate just this week. Despite warnings and past lab accidents, our public health agencies like the NIH continue to fund the WMD research, often in China, nonetheless. Shockingly, Congress has minimal insight to the amount of this research at NIH. There is no transparency into their risk evaluation process. This is a national security issue. We must pause this research until national security experts can help create appropriate risk metrics, guardrails, and uh, processes for this research. Now, why would the Democrats want to to ban this and not pass this? It's a bill to stop something that they have claimed isn't happening they've claimed we fauci said a million times we're not doing it so if if we're really not doing it then what's the problem with passing this bill just asking i mean you want to pass a bill and it says uh you know for every blonde hair glenn beck grows on his head uh, and it starts moving forward to his forehead, uh, we're going to give him a million dollars or we're going to execute him. Either way, it's not going to make a difference if we sign it or not. Okay? I'm not going to be affected by that one way or another because it's not happening. Hmm. We'll get back to you on that. British veteran Darren Brady said Hampshire police over in England were impeding his right to free speech by tracking him down for reposting a meme featuring the LGBTQ2I pride flag arranged in the shape of a swastika. In viral, uh, in viral footage, the arrest taken by police activist Lawrence Fox, who created the meme, Officers tell the 51-year-old at his residence that someone has caused anxiety based on your social media post. Wait, they were anxious because of that? I mean, it was like real anxiety because of the post? Wow, did they throw him in jail? you darn right. That's why he was arrested. He was creating anxiety in some members of the people that happened to be on social media and and saw that. Now, here in America, that would be political speech. Of course, I could talk about a football game now, and it would be classified as political speech. But for sure, that kind of speech is protected. For sure. You can't say fire in a a crowded theater. I don't know. I've been in a lot of crowded theaters my whole career, and um, I've said fire several times from the stage. But anyway, that's a different story. Um, Protected speech surely is the kind of speech that would include offensive political speech or cartoons. Him taking a pride flag and arranging it in the shape of a swastika actually is is quite on point for a lot of people they would say yeah it's a well it's actually a gay mafia is i think what 
my friends who are liberals in California call it the game, uh, the gay mafia that you don't speak out against these people. And when I say these people, I mean, those people who are militant, militant LGBTQ two I plus people. <laughs> Every time I say that, I just, uh, I'm not going to make it any worse. So, uh, BlackRock has partnered now with Coinbase to offer crypto for institutional investors. Stu, what is what what, what exactly is uh, Bit, Bitcoin out right now? Do you know, uh, I want to say it's twenty three, twenty four thousand, something like that. Mm-hmm. And people are saying it's going to go down to sixteen. And why did people say it was going to go down to sixteen? Because it has no future. Well, here's BlackRock. Now, Coinbase, wasn't Coinbase, didn't they just lose a lot of shares recently, a lot of money in there, in, uh, in Coinbase? Because, go ahead. I, I, well, they, every crypto company has had a, a pretty rough go of it uh, lately when they were, when it was at right. 50,000. It was uh, certainly a lot easier, I think, to do business, uh, but it has right, bounced off right, of its right. lows for sure. But if I'm not mistaken, the government came out about Coinbase here recently and said they were doing something, I don't remember, and... Uh, they are Coinbase so is fighting shares. very, very angrily with the government at, at the moment. Um, they've gone mm-hmm. back and forth many times, uh, as of course the government has not provided any guidance to any crypto company as to mm-hmm. how they're supposed to handle certain transactions, certain uh, tokens. It has been a nonstop government-caused uh, source of uh, angst for every crypto company uh and coinbase has not been mm-hmm. exempt from that in fact they seem to be the target of it m- more than anything else yeah that weird so why would blackrock just before the price plummets from sixty thousand dollars per coin mm-hmm. blackrock announces that they're going to open it up for institutional investors they're going to they're going to start saying, hey, if you want to put your money into Bitcoin, put it in with us and, uh, you know, we'll have a very loud seat at the table. They seem smarter than putting all of that money into a cryptocurrency when cryptocurrency is collapsing. And then for them to partner with Coinbase as it's having real problems uh, because just of Bitcoin going down. Um, but also because they're having problems with the government. Wow, it is such a coincidence that BlackRock gets into bed with them and BlackRock, you know, opens up, uh, you know, for investors uh, and they finally say, we're going to get in the crypto world. And then the whole thing crashes. And oh, my gosh. And think of this. And then that impoverishes all of those people that had any money in uh, crypto because a lot of people. Young people especially have taken their money and put it into Bitcoin. And now it's not worth as much. And I wonder if there'll be any buyers. Well, no, there will be buyers. It'll be BlackRock. Huh. Boy, that's strange. I haven't figured out what could be going on there. Uh, let me give you some good news. Give you some good news. Do you remember, um, let's start in California. In Texas, we really appreciate 
Californians. Uh, we love them. We would like them to move someplace else, but we love them. And we think kind of Californians a little bit like Cubans that are still hanging out in Cuba and could get away. But it's like, oh, I don't know. I have such a sense of loyalty to Cuba. But in California, we've made difference. We've made a big difference. During the pandemic, we inter- uh, interviewed Dave Folds. I don't know if you remember him from the Crony Sports Bar and Grill in Agora Hills. His restaurant was being punished by the government for defying those COVID lockdowns. His uh, company was being sued by the Los Angeles Health Department for operating without a health permit, which they took from him. The city of Agora Hills operating without a business license because you need a health permit to get one. And their landlord for operating without proper permits and licensing. This all stemmed from them defying the lockdowns. They even had to meet with the the city of uh, Agora Hills at criminal court. I want to give you an update. They're still in business. He wrote a staff member here recently of this program. He said, the months we defied the orders and stayed open were the busiest months in business and sales we ever had. I don't know if uh if what would have happened if it wasn't for the supporters like glenn and his staff and his audience we would have never been able to last and fight as hard as we did we're so grateful for the generous donations from your audience we've used the funds to pay for two attorneys fines we donated a number of uh, a number of uh of uh, cash to like-minded organizations and businesses that really needed help as well we will never regret that we took this stand I think it made a difference in helping getting business open sooner if we had not. I just hope more businesses would have joined us in the fight. I'll forever be grateful to Glenn and all of his listeners. But that's not all. Do you remember Shiv, uh, Shiva uh, Raj? They came on my show last year in March and told us that they had started a movement to recall the San Francisco school board. Do you remember this? San Francisco schools were completely out of control. The school board members prioritized their politics over their education, and they were more focused on renaming the schools than reopening them. So parents left, right, and center came together to do something about it. They recalled the school board in a landslide victory. They won every neighborhood in San Francisco. The mayor appointed three new school board members, Two came from the list provided by their organization. The day they won the recall, the city council tried to put the measure on the ballot to prevent future recalls. But again, this group fought back and won. Now, according to one of the ladies, Autumn, the board has shifted the culture, focusing on good governance and making sure kids can read. She had this advice for listeners. Don't let anybody tell you things are impossible. Ordinary people can do extraordinary things. That's the foundation of our nature uh, of our nation. And in the end, most of us want the same things. Good schools, safe streets, garbage picked up on time. We unified San Francisco from Republican to Democrat to Green Party by focusing relentlessly on the things we could agree on. So let's talk with people on the other side. I think we all have more in common than all of us think. Back in a minute. 
You know, 9-11 wasn't just an awful day in the history of our country. It wasn't just a day when thousands of our fellow countrymen and women fell beneath the evil hand of treachery and terrorism. It also ushered in a lot of other dark things, new levels of fear and uh, reactive bad policy among them, which still haunt us today. It's good to know that at least one good thing came from that day, and that's the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. They're hands down one of the best charity organizations I've ever had the pleasure working with, and I want you to check that out yourself. Since 9-11, they've been helping out the families of our veterans and first responders when the worst happens. Well, when the worst happens, somebody doesn't come home, or they come home severely injured. And that's where Tunnel to the Towers comes in. They pay off the mortgages. They build smart homes for heroes who need them. What they do, in short, is to service desperate needs in the community of those whom we should have and do, I think, honor most in our society. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org. Go there now. The Glenn Back Program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. I got a couple of things uh, from CPAC yesterday. Um, uh, Prime Minister Orban from uh, Hungary. He clearly knows a little something about America. Uh, let's uh, play Orban globalist, please. The ideological wars of the 20th century against the totalitarian powers of Nazi Germany and Soviet Union were terrible. But Democratic West rallied and defeated them both. Now the West is at war with itself. We have seen what kind of future the globalist ruling class has to offer. But we have a different future in mind. The globalists can all go to hell. I have come to Texas. (laughs) Quoting who? Do you know, Stu? You all can go to hell. I'm going to Texas. Yes. Uh, Crockett, David right? Crockett. David Crockett, yeah. Yeah, Crockett. Sorry. Um, and then uh, finally, well, we don't have time there. He also uh, made a great, great uh, uh, point. Uh, less drag queens, more Chuck Norris. <laughs> he was. He knew his audience uh, yesterday. Well, you know yours and tomorrow, uh, this weekend at, uh, at CPAC. That's the question. Usually you oh, don't. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes, I will know my audience tomorrow. I'm speaking, uh, I think, I think I'm, uh, Gilfoyle, I think, is going to be out, and she's going to speak and then introduce the president, and then uh, I think I speak right before that, I think. Um, but uh, I, I'm, I'm going to be at CPAC tomorrow offering some good news and some fun news on ESG. New York Times, you don't want to miss it. This is the Glenn Beck Program.